Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hi, hi, fabulous humans, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Styled Life Podcast with me, your host, Janelle Wiesack. I hope that you are having the most magical day wherever you are listening in from. And as always, I so appreciate you being here. If you're new to our community, welcome, welcome, welcome. And of course, welcome back to my beautiful regular listeners. Your support means the world to me. And if you've ever been guided, inspired or entertained by this podcast, you might like to leave a five-star review. Not only would I be super grateful, but your reviews help others find the podcast. And the more people we have self-styling their lives, the better. At least that's what I say. Now, on to today's conversation. It's such an important one because I guarantee it will support every single listener in some way. How can I be so sure? Well, even if you're not currently going through some big personal shift, some life storm, a colleague of yours certainly will be. I know I have a big team, but just this last week alone, I learned about colleagues dealing with all of the following. Fertility treatments, teenage children who've decided that this is their year to experiment with all of the things, good and bad, gravely ill parents, gravely ill pets, terminally ill friends, marriage difficulties and legal proceedings. And then there were the co-workers who had somewhat more exciting things on their minds, but safe to say, these things were still on their minds. We had some new puppies, we had someone building a new home, and we had all of the people travelling for the Taylor Swift concert here in Melbourne this weekend. It's safe to say that we humans have a lot going on in our lives, And the more compassionate we can be with ourselves and those around us, the easier it is for us to navigate the corporate landscape. I'm not a big fan of the advice to leave our problems at the door when we walk into work. I think it's actually ridiculous if I'm going to be brutally honest. It assumes that we're like machines or computers. Please stop running that program for the next eight hours. Let's be clear, our brains do not work like that. And while I'll talk later about using work as a potential distraction, none of us stay distracted for hours on end. Our thoughts about the things going on in our lives will inevitably come up. So given we're neither machines nor we can be distracted forever, it pays to understand how we can navigate the personal stuff while working in corporate. So today I want to look at the topic from a couple of angles. Firstly, I want to look at the strategies that you can use to navigate a tough personal spot while working in corporate. 
And secondly, I'm going to look at how you can be a compassionate colleague and support a co-worker who's going through a tricky time. This is a juicy one, team, so let's dive in. And I'll start right where I said I would, surprise, surprise, with the strategies you can use to manage your personal challenges at work. It's worth noting that all of these strategies can work and none is better than the other. What you might choose to do is entirely up to you as an individual and there's no right or wrong. It's also worth mentioning that you might go with one option for one personal challenge, then choose an entirely different option for a different challenge. There's no one size fits all here and that's as it should be. Okay, so your first option is to keep your challenge all to yourself. Now this strategy is for you if you know you can keep working to your own high standards despite what's going on and you want to use work as something of a distraction. It's also a good option if talking about what's going on just makes you feel upset and emotional every time. Sharing your troubles over and over sometimes means that you feel like you're reliving the pain every time you discuss it. If this is you, it's better to stay quiet at work. Similarly, if you feel like you'll receive judgment for sharing, you should stay quiet then too. Judgment is one of the seven big psychological risks and you don't need to feel like you're making things more risky on top of whatever it is that you're going through. Choosing not to share can also make you feel more in control of the situation, especially if you feel like whatever is going on is happening to you rather than for you. However, I need to be clear here. I don't want you to think this strategy is some version of leaving your troubles at the door, like I spoke about earlier. Know that you can be quiet about your problems at work, but that you don't have to soldier on endlessly. Your problems deserve your attention and you deserve to be kind to yourself. Offer yourself the highest level of self-care and break the rules a little when you need to. Work from home more often if that's an option for you. Go for walks in the middle of the day or sit quietly in an office when you need a break from work and want to consider your life outside of work. Take your full lunch break. Leave work on time. Play soothing music in your headphones. Decline meetings that feel overwhelming. Do whatever you need to do to maintain the normalcy of your work while caring for yourself at the same time. It also pays to be ready to answer any questions that might come your way. Humans are energetic creatures and most humans on the planet are highly intuitive. Yes, even the ones who work in corporate, despite what all of the Insta memes might tell us. Even if you're not talking about it, some humans will pick up that something's going on for you. Be ready with a thank you so much for asking, but I'm fine. I've just got a bit on my mind at the moment. Okay, so your next option is to share what's going on in the workplace. You can do this with a small circle or more broadly, just depends on what you feel like. This option is good if you know your work standards may be impacted by what's going on in your life. If you're not able to show up as fully as you normally do, you might want to consider sharing your news. It's also an option for anyone who processes their emotions by talking. Speaking about what's going on out loud can help you get clear in your own mind about what's going on and how you're feeling about it, rather than having your thoughts constantly swirling in your head. It's also good if having community support is important to you. We often overlook the fact that our workplaces provide us with community that we don't always get elsewhere in today's world. So often, when we speak about what's going on for us, we find the fact that others have walked the path previously and we're not as alone on our journey as we might have thought. Now, when it comes to sharing, you can obviously tell your story to one human at a time. 
but you can also share what's going on to a group in a low-key way if you like. One of my colleagues did this so gracefully recently when they shared that someone close to them had entered end-of-life care. They simply said, team, if I seem a bit out of sorts for the next little while, it's because this is going on. They then shared what was happening and let us know that overall they were fine, albeit sad and distracted. And the team now knows to be ready to support our colleague if and when that human needs us. If you want to share but don't feel like you can tell your story over and over again, you can use your leader or a close colleague as your messenger. This strategy worked really well for a colleague of mine who was navigating a cancer diagnosis. They used their leader to deliver the initial message, which saved them from announcing the news multiple times. And we as colleagues could then be prepared for how we followed up with our coworker rather than muttering shocked responses or dealing with our own emotional reactions to the news right on the spot. I should note here that choosing to share doesn't mean you shouldn't employ all of the self-care strategies I went through earlier. You absolutely should do all of those things as well as sharing your story. Your third option is to opt out for a while. We have personal leave for a reason, folks. And if you don't have personal leave, well, then there's always unpaid leave. While many people who are going through hard things appreciate the normality that work can provide, for others it can be way easier to put the day job aside for a while and focus their attention entirely on working through the problem in front of them. If this sounds like the right option for you, just make sure you completely let work go. Turn off the work phone and any work-related notifications and make sure you don't feel guilty about giving time to yourself. It kind of defeats the purpose of taking the time out if you're going to feel bad doing so. Give yourself permission to focus on you and then let the rest go. Okay, so now I want to shift gears and look at how you can be a compassionate colleague for a co-worker going through a tough spot. Too often in the workplace, when someone seems to be behaving differently than normal, we assume we've done something to trigger the behaviour. But team, remember that we're all the stars in our own movie. So of course we relate everything back to ourselves. But if we're all the stars in our own movie, then what others do, how they react, how they behave, usually has very little to do with anyone other than themselves. So the first thing to remember is that if someone is acting or behaving somewhat unexpectedly, then it's a good chance that there's something going on with them personally. If you have the right relationship, you might feel called to check in and double check that everything is okay with a, you've been quiet lately, or I feel like you've got something going on, is everything okay? And if that doesn't feel right, then just holding compassionate awareness and sending them good vibes is a really good start. If they do happen to share what's going on, then you need to honour their trust and be a complete vault with the info they share. It's not your story to tell, and besides, it's completely unprofessional. This probably goes without saying, although... I've seen too many good working relationships turn sour when someone missteps in this space, so it probably is worth saying. Once your colleague has shared and you have the information, a good next step is to ask what they'd like you to do with the information and how you can support them. They may need nothing except a trusted human to share with. Alternatively, they may ask for coverage while they're dealing with things. This could be coverage in meetings or communications or while they have to be out of the office. 
In our space, it often looks like taking on a bigger share of a project, taking over the management of difficult stakeholders, or taking the lead in big presentations. Alternatively, it could be helping them navigate the HR, people and culture, or employee assistance program space in terms of finding out what's available, their entitlements, or what they can and can't do during this tough time. In your space, they could ask you to support with anything. So make sure that if you ask how you can support, that you know that you'll be able to deliver whatever they might ask for. Most times, though, colleagues seem content enough to know that they have an ally, someone in their corner in the workplace as they walk through a tough season. One thing that's also worth asking is how often, if ever, they'd like you to check in on them. Again, what feels right for you won't necessarily feel right for your colleagues. So getting your ground rules sorted right from the get-go can stop you from under or overcooking things with your coworker as you move forward. Now, maybe you've been listening along today and you've realised you'd like some guidance when it comes to combining a personal dilemma with your day job. Or perhaps you know you've got a team member who's going through something big and you'd like to learn a strategy or two to support them better. If either of these scenarios sound true for you, then you definitely need to check out my career clarity sessions. During a 45-minute Zoom call, we'll work together to deliver you clarity on how you can support yourself or your team through this season of life. We'll uncover any obstacles that could slow you down and we'll get clarity on the experiments, actions and next steps that you can take. You'll leave the session with new tools in your toolkit, a clear plan and a fresh perspective, but without any overwhelm. Book your session today by heading to janellewiesack.com and I can't wait to support you in this way. All right, team, it's time for the traditional podcast recap. First up, so many people in your life, if not you yourself, will be going through something big right now, whether you know about it or not. Secondly, leaving your troubles at the door is simply terrible advice. One strategy you can use for navigating this time is to hold your news close to you while amping up your levels of self-care. This could be for you if you know you can maintain your work standards while working through your personal issue. An alternative strategy could be to share with others, again while increasing self-care. This option is supportive if you know you're going to have to spend time offline to deal with any issues. And another option is to choose to pack up entirely for a little while, taking personal or unpaid leave to give yourself the time and space to deal with your challenge. And finally, you can be a compassionate colleague by remembering that if someone is behaving differently or seems out of sorts, there's a good chance it has nothing to do with you and is more likely that they're dealing with something big out of work. Ask them if they'd like support or if there's anything you can do, then hold any knowledge tightly and check in as often as feels right for them, not you. Okay, fabulous humans, that's it for today's Self-Styled Life episode. I really hope you found this one supportive. I'll be back very, very soon with another episode just for you. But until then, please, please stay fabulous. Bye for now.